Welcome to Seek Reality with Roberta Grimes. Joyous conversations about what the afterlife evidence and modern science combine to tell us is true about our one reality. You have nothing to fear. You are eternal and you are perfectly loved. Knowing the truth changes everything. Now, here's Roberta. Welcome to Seek Reality. I'm Roberta Grimes and I'm so happy you're with us today. You know, for me, the second greatest thing about exhaustively studying all the afterlife evidence and the evidence related to the greater reality is the fun we can have in finding all the many ways in which our enhanced knowledge really re- enriches and improves our lives so, so many different ways. For example, since mainstream science is by design the study of matter and its correlate energy, there is no room in it for the study of what we experience as human consciousness. For scientists, your conscious awareness is all just a product of your brain, if you can believe it, and it winked on at your birth and it will wink off at your death, which, of course, we now know is pure garbage, utter nonsense. Thanks to many dedicated researchers, including, I have to say, such notable lights as physicists Max Planck and even Albert Einstein, Thanks to all these wonderful researchers, we know now that, in fact, what we experience in a dim way as consciousness is primary. It is the core source energy that continuously manifests this universe. We, and we now know, too, that we enter these earth lives as if we were coming to a spiritual gym. We need the negativity of life on earth to push against so we can better elevate our consciousness vibrations. And that is it. That's why the universe exists, giving us a place to do That efficiently, to do that kind of pushing, that kind of growing spiritually, is the reason why there is a universe at all. As mainstream scientists themselves will tell you, this material universe is less than 5% of what even they know exists, although they have remarkably little curiosity about what the other 95% might be. But the only reason why scientists still look fruitlessly for the source of your awareness inside your brain is because their materialist dogma insists, insists that has to be where it comes from. They are doing the equivalent of still seeking the source of Frank Sinatra's voice inside the tube radio that is blaring it forth. What they are doing is stupid. It's going to lead nowhere. And eventually the light must dawn. The truth will come out. But you and I, you and I don't have to wait. We already know the truth. So we've begun to look now for the much greater truths that still lie beyond our ken. Very exciting time. Our guest today is Michael Sandler, who is using what we now understand about consciousness to help people make wonderful use of the base consciousness that continuously creates all of reality. Michael is actually in sort of in the same field I am, only he's, he's in a much, much bigger way. He's a host of the Inspire Nation show, which is a popular, very popular spiritual and self-help podcast, and has even got a YouTube channel. As I said to him when he joined us today, I have a great face for radio, so I don't do a YouTube channel. But nonetheless, he's a successful author, speaker, entrepreneur, and co-creator of Inspire Nation University and the Automatic Writing Experience online course. He has more than 25 years of experience as an open-hearted warrior life coach. It's, I love this. His stated mission is to help to elevate all of human consciousness and to help people around the world shine bright. What a beautiful man. Michael, welcome. I'm so glad you're with us today. Thank you so much, Roberta. And I was resisting there going, woohoo! But now that we've started, <laughs> woohoo! 
<laughs> yes, that's your thing for sure. Well, we have a lot to woohoo about today because one of the things I've been trying to help people understand is that the veil is indeed thinning between this reality and the reality where the people we used to think were dead are now. And so it's much, much easier to communicate than it ever has been. People who are young now don't have any idea. You know, when I was young, um, nobody knew it was possible even through mediums. Everyone thought that was all hocus pocus. Now, a lot of people are communicating um, just just by being close to the people they love in the afterlife. And as I have said before here, I even hear from some widows that physical sex is happening. I don't know how it's true, possible, but they tell me it's true. I think this is a very exciting time to be alive. Michael, since this is your first time with us, will you please sort of very briefly tell us how you came to this really inspiring place in your own life? And and, and I've never heard that one about the wives. I have no idea where to even go. (laughs) Well, just just within the past two years, I've begun to hear about this. I encourage people to communicate. And in addition, I own AfterlifeForums.com where people go and talk about these things. But when I first heard it, I, I, I blushed. I couldn't believe it was possible. But now I hear it so many times, especially younger widows will say this. Their husbands still come to come to their bed at night. My goodness. Wow. <laughs> so, you know, in, in our, our book, Awe, the Automatic Writing Experience, the, I have a chapter of I say, I you know, I, I hear dead people or I communicate with dead people. But I didn't have a chapter. <laughs> and my book was thorough. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's such a fun time to be oh, here. Oh, I have <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. More emergency rewrite. Certainly okay. worthwhile. So, yes. Um, the two second, two second version. Um, pro athlete, cyclist, raced in Europe, um, had all sorts of steering and guidance with a two by four for the universe. Two near death <laughs> experiences. Um, so some severe, substantial two by fours. A third accident <laughs> that cracked all the bones around my heart, in front of my heart, behind my heart, above my heart. That's where the term open-hearted warrior came from. Oh, my Lord. I'm sorry. No, hey, it's universe, and uh, it, it's a co-creation. I, I tell you, it plays some role in this. Certainly, um, living on Maui, oh, six, seven, eight years ago, my wife and I were flattened. We were best-selling authors of Barefoot Running, which was a way that I came back from uh, titanium femurs and titanium hips and was able to get going again, which is a oh, whole Oh, my Lord. Story. Um, but we were we were leveled uh, financially after the accidents. We were leveled uh, physically, not just my accidents, but Jessica had my wife, my everything called Pookie, also upgraded to the Pook star. She uh, <laughs> yeah. she, she rocks. Oh, she, what a good husband you are. <laughs> thank you. In fact, right now she's on vacation solo in San Diego while I'm holding down the fort here. I said, go, Pookie, run, Pookie, run. So lovely. Uh, holding down the fort here, but we're wiped out financially or near wiped out in our dream home, about to lose it on Maui. My wife is sick with mold toxicity poisoning. I've had multiple injuries. I knew about connecting with the other side of the veil from an Akashic Records course I'd taken years earlier. Uh, Although I thought it was ego that was writing. I couldn't I couldn't dis- discern what was ego, what was my uh, higher self or spirit. And I said, I've got to find another way. And I started developing this process, uh, I guess a co-creation, certainly a co-creation with spirit. And once we were kicked out of Maui, so to speak, and ended up back in my wife's childhood bedroom, an eight by 10 bedroom 
uh, back in New Jersey and going from Maui on the side of a volcano where you can see the tropical waters rolling. Oh, my both goodness. <laughs> wow. At the dream home to living in her childhood bedroom on twin mattresses on the floor. Oh, down out of the house at the, the little Suzuki hatchback that we couldn't even afford to register. And that's when I started diving into automatic writing. I complained before I got off of Maui anywhere but New Jersey. And I love New Jersey now. The, the, the <laughs> nature is amazing. Really is amazing there. And the people yeah. are incredible. But when I got to New Jersey, I dove into automatic writing as if it was my oxygen, as if it was my lifeline. And each and every morning, I went to the other side of the veil in this writing process, and I heard where to go, what to do, how to rebuild my life, how to start this show, which became the, the number one spiritual self-help show, a podcast worldwide, how to start our YouTube channel, how to get my coaching business going again, how to heal the pook star. Everything came out of automatic writing. One of the reasons your book interests me is that I've had my own experiences with this, and it's clear to me that this is uh, this. I this is what I think, Michael. I think everybody who is a prolific writer, you know, for publication and, and so on, actually is channeling. I because I thought I was as smart as you could possibly imagine when I started writing books, and it was only maybe twenty five years ago that I realized that everything I had written was channeled. And how did I find out? Because whenever I tried, oh, I've got an idea for a book and I tried to write on my own, I couldn't complete a sentence. Uh I mean, my fingers were flying if it was a book I was supposed to write right then. Otherwise, uh, I could not literally, I would sit looking at a blank page. So I get it. I totally get it that this is an important book. Because what you're saying really, and the book is called Awe, A-W-E, The Automatic Writing Experience, what this book does is to make it possible for anyone, even if people who think they can't write at all, to make this breakthrough to spirit, to their own spirit guides, perhaps, and to and to channel things that that they might not have even dreamed they knew anything about. It's an amazing thing. So I just want to basically showcase what you're doing. I think your book is great. Thank you. And and it is it is so much easier now. And it's so here's here's an example. And and first off, I thought writing this book tooth and nail fought it fought it fought it (laughs) the day running with my wife through through a uh nature preserve in new jersey called pyramid rock which had the same name as the place in uh uh outside of lake tahoe where i had my second near-death accident called (laughs) pyramid rock aptly named and and i'm running along and she goes you know you need to write a book on automatic writing you need to share this with the world i'm like what i'm like Former pro athlete, very linear, um, although I had a, a very deep spiritual practice. But I'm like, no, there's no way I'm going to be that guy, the guy who speaks with angels, the guy who teaches you how to speak with your spirit guides. That's for somebody else. And then here comes automatic writing banging on the door. Yeah. Wow. You're no. going to write this. And, and, and oh, 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 jump, jump in. I, I have an interesting. Well, I, I, I just I just I, wanted to say, I think that's what happened to all of us. I didn't set out to do what I'm doing now. I mean, it was totally spirit's idea. I just it was the path of least resistance for me, as this seems to have been for you, too. Even though in the beginning you had no idea you were going to be doing this. Totally. I can totally relate to that. But what you have written is for people who don't understand just how deep spirit is in our lives. 
And those people can indeed do channeling of their of their own guides or, as you do, of angels as well. Quite an amazing thing. And yes, Michael, at this point, we are all out. We don't have any way to where to hide. This is just the way reality is. And no matter how much we thought we were serious before, now we're a whole lot more serious now because we're teaching the world what we already know. Now, go ahead. So, so it is so close to the surface. Anybody can do this. Anybody can learn this process. That's what I made, co-creation spirit, uh, although I hear spirit saying, take credit. Okay. <laughs> the conversation yes. starts getting in your head. It starts to get a little bit nutty. Yes. Uh, however, I want to give an example because I've never considered myself a channel, a medium, or any of that. Of that. But the right. voices start to grow louder and louder. And by voices, I mean your guides, your angels, your uh, whomever on the other side. So about a month ago, Jessica is doing her own automatic drawing process, and she's actually doing some graphic design. And, and she'll have a book out eventually on automatic drawing, which will be really cool. She's in graphic design. She comes up with a new logo for a class she wants me to teach. And she said, Michael, your monthly boot camp or your weekly boot camp that you do each month, that is going to chance, transform from a boot camp to your manifestation mastery circle. I'm like, okay, that's interesting. I'm game. And she goes, I want you to teach from the masters once a month. Okay, I'm game. So the first one I want you to do is think and grow rich. All right. And so you're teaching on Wednesday night. Today's Monday. Tomorrow morning, I want you to check with Napoleon Hill. I want you to find out what you're teaching. Oh, she has a lot of faith in you. I, that's, a, that's really admirable, actually. It has been dumbfounding. The notes that I get before class, I go to class with an apology. Each, each Wednesday night, I go, I'm sorry. Napoleon gave me so much. I'm going to try to get as much of this in as I can. I don't even know what to do with this material. Spirit is always trying to speak with us. Always. Now, now we have a method that we can choose who we want to tune the dial to. But it's yes. always there. And like you're saying, the veil is getting thinner and thinner where it's much easier to just either turn down our volume just a little bit or just create a pause. As Dr. Wayne Dyer said, it's the pause between the notes that makes the music. Make the pause and spirit will jump in now, given half a chance. It really is surprising how accessible spirit is now to us. I mean, our own guides, as you say, angels, dead loved ones who are, of course, not dead at all. But all the people, all of these beings are, 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 in, are at, working with our minds, even when we aren't aware of it. And when we be, do something like the automatic writing experience to begin to become more aware, more actively aware of their voices, it's, it, don't you feel it's like, it's like you, you suddenly you've got a whole crowd of wonderful friends around you who are giving you great advice. You do. Two key points on this. First off, working with your mind or working with you, as you said, the seeds are always being planted. When you have an aha moment, don't for a minute think that moment came from you. And <laughs> right. Have a similar experience. Don't think it came from the other person. You are being set up by the universe. Each and every moment, your life is a setup. These ideas are coming from someplace special. Yes. Now what we can do is actually use a process to communicate and have this inner dialogue for guidance, but it's always there. 
Yeah, it, it is quite remarkable. And I mean, there are a lot of questions people have. I mean, well, if they're always, always there, what if I'm in an intimate moment or in the bathroom? They really are not interested in our, our that part of our physical lives at all. But they are always there in our minds to really, really help us and help us to even begin to understand better who we are and what our mission might be. All those answers are there. Now, please describe briefly the automatic writing experience as I mean, you have beautifully summarized it in the book and shown people all the things that can go right and can go wrong and how to fix and so on. So there's a, this is a real manual about how to do this right, everyone. But just talk about it briefly. Get, it, get us going. I'll do that. And, and just to back up to the last question you had, going back to Napoleon Hill for a brief second, in Think and Grow Rich, he talks about his spiritual boardroom who he would write to, where these masters, ex, uh, dead presidents, Thomas Edison, would argue, dead in quotes, would argue amongst themselves as he was doing his automatic writing. So this is a process that somebody who people consider a fairly linear thinker was using too. Here's the easiest way. With that okay. On, drop in, easiest way to do it. Okay. It be in the morning, or you can do it late at night, but you want to do it to start when the world is quiet because that's where the greatest pause is between the notes. So we do a very short meditation, not so much a guided meditation, it can be focusing on the breath, it can be going silent. We say a very few specific prayers, one is an intention prayer that creates this vessel, this bubble of love and light from which you're gonna write in. You do an invocation prayer where you invoke, you call in spirit, you call in the angels, you call in your ancestors or your loved ones, or whomever it is, or you call in Napoleon Hill, unless he's already there waiting for you. And then <laughs> you put on some brain entrainment music, theta brain entrainment music, the theta brainwave state. So your, 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 your uh, intro, um, I, I, I wanted to say God bless Dean Radin at the start of your interview, because there are these scientists out there now. He's the head of, of yes, uh, he's, Noetic he's Sciences, yes. and, which was started by uh, the astronaut Edgar Mitchell. And... Um, there are some amazing scientists out there that are showing how it is possible, literally proving that we can go to the other side of the veil, proving that time isn't real, proving things like ESP, which actually there have been studies done since the 20s. There are more studies on ESP probably yes. done than physics. Proving yes. it. But we yes. go and we put on our theta brainwave music, and that changes our brainwave state and gets us attuned to this other place. And that combination, what we're basically doing is like Alice in Wonderland. We're stepping down into what a, uh, a shamanic journeyer would call the underworld. doesn't mean it's a spooky place, meaning the other side of the veil. Right. And we begin writing to spirit and we ask, what do we need to know? We ask open-ended questions at first. And spirit, given half a chance, starts to come in, maybe quietly at first with tiny little snippets, then more, then more. And the coolest thing to me that's happening and what I've been learning the most about this year and isn't even in this book yet, Roberta, is just how much this is an energetics game. So yes. I write about symbology and symbolism and, and everything having meaning in the beginning as you begin to write, even if you don't get words of wisdom, you're getting a tune up or an attunement to a higher frequency. You yes. start to feel better and ideas start to come to you. Yes. Yeah, exactly. 
Yeah, because it, it, you ha- that's one reason doing it so early in the morning is I, I'm always up by four and, and working for a good two hours before anybody else is up because the, your, your mind is alive then and there's no, there's no distractions, not only the physical distractions like people calling you or, or um, emails or whatever, but there, I, I, it seems like the, the atmosphere is clear. Don't you have that sense that there isn't – that the beings who might be, might be around you, your, your guide will be there, maybe someone you call in. But it's like there's not traffic yet somehow among the non-physical beings. Well, it's fun that you say there's no traffic because I call 4 o'clock to 6 o'clock the holy hour. <laughs> it's two hours, but I call yeah. it the holy hour. And, and yeah, I'm up early in that holy hour as well. We lived, when we first got back to New Jersey, right off of the highway into New York City. And so here's how it would work. I'm writing over the weekend, doing automatic writing early in the morning. It's great. I start writing on Monday morning. And before I finish, all of a sudden, I'm kind of jittery. I'm kind of nervous. Yeah. And instead of getting deep words of wisdom, I'm getting a to-do list. What's yeah. happening? I'm plugged into the field. And the field is waking up. What's the field? Well, if you flow, fly over the East Coast or any seaboard, you'll see all these lights lit up at night. That's not just electricity. That's the field of everyone and everyone's thoughts. So in the morning when the lights are the dimmest, it's the quietest. It's easiest to hit the other side. As soon as people get going, that's what you're tuning into as well. Yeah, no, I, I, th- I thought it was very profound and sensible why you said people should do it first thing in the morning. And everyone, all you need to do is go to bed earlier and you'll be fit as a fiddle at four in the morning. I always am. Now, you, you say, unlike prayer, with awe, automatic writing experience, you ask questions and actually get answers. I thought that was very profound. So it's different from praying. It's really a two-way situation you've asked the questions and you do get answers that are totally responsive to what you've asked oh absolutely and that's why on maui my wife and i were holding space at a meditation center three four hours a day people were coming in to sit with us in this beautiful sacred space and our lives were falling apart because we weren't hearing answers we're hearing bliss we're hearing silence yes things come up but we needed a gps all right universe if you want me to survive. Absolutely. You need more guidance. Totally. Totally yeah. right. And so here you can ask just about anything. Yes, no questions, particularly early on. Your ego tends to jump in. And she, automatic writing or awe, is a teaching tool. But anything you want to know, and some of the most important things are, you know, our purpose, our path, direction, or are our loved ones okay on the other side? They yes. can actually chime in through awe. Yeah, it's really, I'm sure that's true because they're, they are often very near us. So they would be eager to find a way to, to, to communicate. That, that's really true. And so how long, someone who's, who follows your, what the program in your book, how long does it typically take for them to really be into the zone so that they're doing it and they're getting the communications they want to need? And I mean, they have to be attuned to it. It takes a little while. How long does it take typically? Or is Every it variable? Week. Everyone within 30 days, it's very, very variable within that 30 days. About 10% Roberta get it on day number one. They get poetry, lyrics, prose. Really? Uh, Wow. I never even get. And I go, how did you do that? Next 10% gets pretty profound words of wisdom from day number one. Most people, about 60%, get little snippets. So I call it writing stupid. You're writing and you're going, I don't know what to write. I don't know what to write. (laughs) Without the thinking mind, all of a sudden, 
you are loved, Roberta. Everything's okay, Roberta. Yeah. You are fine. I don't know what to write. I don't know what to write. So you get little snippets. And then about 20% of people don't get anything for maybe a few weeks. But as I was saying earlier, they're getting an attunement. I can't tell you the number of people who've been clinically depressed, freaked out, stressed, anxious, and it's like a dark cloak has lifted off them. So they may not actually get any profound words of wisdom in the beginning, but they're a different person within a few weeks because of that higher level attunement. Wow. And you say too, I think you said in your book that since you've been doing this for so long and, and so well, you you actually you hear the voice sometimes when you're not even doing it. You, your guide could, could speak to you and you can hear it. Is that true or did I re- read that wrong? Oh, no. Now just about all of the time. So with, right at the beginning of the show, it sounded like I was having a communication with somebody else and said it's getting a little confusing. What that yeah. means is the more that you do it, it's not like you hear another voice. It's not like you, you get to be locked up in a psych ward. But the more there is continuous communication with the other side. So I say the reason my interviews have gone so well, the reason I'm having so much fun with you is because we're connecting at a heart level and I'm connecting on the spirit level. So I've got two channels running at once, and that's what I'm doing in everyday life as well. There's the channel of the world around me, and then there's the channel connected with spirit. And as long as my fight or flight mechanism doesn't go too high, even then they can get in there. I am (laughs) always in communication. I may not choose to listen to them and may choose to put my foot in my mouth at those moments, but they are (laughs) always there. So this is a process that it, and it certainly builds a head of steam. There's momentum involved, but you start hearing a little and a little bit more and a little bit more until you are living almost full time connected to spirit. Doesn't mean you don't have free will. Doesn't mean that you're always choosing to act on it. But you're always getting a higher level perspective. And you you say that the ritual and you describe the ritual and and it it isn't that complicated. It's fairly straightforward. You, you would probably it becomes automatic. You say the ritual is very important because it actually helped you to get into the the state of the whatever theta state, whatever it is. I'm I'm very very inexperienced about uh, meditation, but it helps you get into it pretty automatically if you've been doing it for a few weeks. I recommend you always, always, always follow that initial protocol. Say those, not say those prayers, write out those prayers. Allow yourself to dive in. It's sort of like if you go to a shaman for a ceremony or an ayahuasca ceremony or whatever ceremony, and they've done it a thousand times. They're still not going to skip steps. That's true. Okay, so that makes a very good point. Yes, that's true. But um, do you find that it's sort of, how many when people start this? So you have a a thirty day challenge. Do it every day for thirty days, and basically, you know, you name it, tame it, feed it for a week, and it's yours. This has become something that that can be part of you if you will take it that seriously, which makes sense. I think a lot of of spiritual um, development can be done in thirty days if you do it thirty days for serious. Um, there are things that I teach people to do as well that if, if they will stick with it for thirty days, they'll never get about give it up. So. It's, I, I like that there's that little sink between these different kinds of, of, of um, rituals and possibilities. But now one of the things you talk about is how to get into meditation, which I thought was great because I'm used. I just can't do it. I'm sorry. I really can't. But, but to, wait, explain the 10 count meditation. What is that? So the 10, I, I didn't want anybody to be scared off. First off, when we first wrote the book or first made the cover for it, 
it, it said something like meditative process. Oh, and no. I, I took that out. But yeah. the people are so scared of that word meditate. Oh, I am. Yep. So, so when I say you will meditate to go into your automatic writing, I was like, all right, scratch that. We're yes. going to just do a 10 count exercise. What's that mean? Where you're going to breathe in and out. That's one. You're going to breathe in and out. You count two. You're going to breathe in and your mind goes wander someplace else. Oh, wait, it wandered. You bring it back to one. You breathe in and, oh, your mind goes someplace else. You bring it back to one. In other words, you're trying to count to 10, but you never, ever probably get there. You're doing a one, two, cha, cha, cha in this very, very silly, simple exercise or meditation you do for five or 10 minutes, but it does two things. First off, you're actually learning how to bring your mind back to center. That's oh, yes. huge. Yeah. You get in a meeting, you are all of a sudden in an interview with Roberta, and your mind wanders someplace. Oh, wait, I can bring it back. <laughs> right. Well, that's the problem I always have. I always have too much going on in my head. I cannot, as you say, I cannot quiet the monkey mind. But, the, but this does it? You're saying that this does work for people well, who are trying to do this? I, I think I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to quote a secondhand, thirdhand quote of the Dalai Lama where somebody interviewed him and said, I can't, uh, how do I quiet my mind? And he said, don't even try. Um, <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> so this doesn't quiet the mind. I mean, it, it, it will definitely help tame the mind. But what it does is it helps you bring it back and helps you bring it back so the mind may give up. But then more importantly than that, you're not stepping on the thought trains. You're not in Penn Station, all of a sudden finding yourself on one train and then another train and then another yeah. train. What yeah, you're yeah. doing is you keep on hopping off of the trains. This is a powerful tool for life, but what it does specifically for automatic writing is what we're wanting to do, according to a brain scientist, Dr. Andrew Newberg, who wrote, um, I'll butcher the name a little bit, but he wrote many books on enlightenment and the brain. And he studied automatic writing practitioners. Uh, put them under a spec scan to study their brain and see what powered up and what powered down. And what he found was that the frontal lobe, the part of the brain responsible for writing, and a trained automatic writing practitioner powers down. The part oh. of the brain responsible for writing powers down. Shuts Fascinating. Off. Yeah, I'm, I'm not surprised. Fascinating, though. The part of the brain responsible for I, me, my, as George Harrison and the Beatles, the last song, I, me, my, I, me, my, the ego parietal lobe powers down we get into a weenus state and so what happens the reason that i'm bringing this up is when you do your theta, theta brain entrainment when you do these exercises at the beginning what you are doing is powering down the thinking mind getting into a state of weenus and allowing yourself more easily to connect with the other side, which is why actually many times it's the non-writers who have an easier time getting started because they don't have an overdeveloped, you could say, frontal lobe. They're yes. easy, they have an easier time just letting it go. They yes. don't know how to write. Perfect. Yeah. That, I, I, it, it confounds me to understand that I'm not, I'm not smart. But apparently, I can channel. I can channel spirits. Isn't that weird? I never. I, I did it, and I had no idea that I was just not very smart. But they were. And I suppose that it just takes one of you, right? Either them or you, and you can write wonderful things. And and, and I would argue even the concept of I'm not smart is incorrect because we are all tuning forks. We can all get yeah. into 
atonement. We are all receivers. And maybe yes. the hardest receiver, if you look at an Einstein, for instance, maybe his hair was that way, <laughs> to be that way, because right. he was such an amazing receiver. Nothing yes. from us. Yes, I, I, you know, I think that's true, actually. And I'm, I hesitate to advance it as a theory, but I think most of what we do comes from spirit. It isn't that they're helping us, it's that we're helping them. We're, we're being bodies that can do the things that they actually are doing. After all, they're in their entire mind. We are in this little part that we sort of, uh, we pack the rest away and we come to earth in a very limited part of our brain and, and our mind. It's just not. It needs their help, and this this is an easy. It see, it looks easy to me, um, as long as you remember that you've got to do that ten step process, and you only get to two. Um, but it it looks like an easy way to actually empower spirit to use you, which is what you want, really. You don't want to, them to take you off in some other strange direction, but you have a purpose. Clearly, you are living your purpose because you've opened yourself to spirit this way. Let me be an instrument of thy love. Yes. Yeah, that's right. Okay. You say you have a secret weapon, and it's binaural theta brain entrainment music. Boy, I I did say it. (laughs) Explain that, please. So so it's music that I put together. There's other people who've made it as well. I certainly claim that, that, that this is my technology. I'm the only one. Far, yeah. far from it. But but like at automaticwriting.com, we have an online program. You get it or you can buy the book and get uh, um, go to the link in the book and you get uh, free brain entrainment music as well. Binaural means from each ear separately. And we've heard of concepts like uh, or in schools like hemi-sync in the past. Yes, that's what it is. Yep. You yep. link the the sides of the brain left and right together, you become more of a whole brain, a total brain, and you're able to access consciousness a lot easy, more easily. Yes. Yeah. So we have music going that's different on both sides of the brain, plus it is vibrating at a certain, a certain range, you could say, or a certain frequency, which is the theta brain wave state, and your brain syncs up. Now here's the cool thing. Kids before they're seven are living in this state. Those imaginary friends, not imaginary. <laughs> I love that. Yes. The yes. other side of the veil. So all we're doing is either we can say we're going back to that state or we're going to la-la land. What's la-la land? Well, that hypnagogic state, that half-here, half-not-here state that we're in as we're dozing off to sleep, we come to, or in the morning where we kind of half-here, half-not-here, or heaven forbid with this audience – if you've ever had a general anesthesia and started to drift off or come back, that's the state without the ickiness and the and the, the nausea. That's oh, the state that you find yourself in and you're there. The veil pulls back. It's like you're looking at the wizard behind the curtain in Oz and you're able to see and you're like, oh, wow, this is so cool. And they've been there all along. They've been waiting to help your spirits, your angels, oh, your guides, yes. your light workers have always been here, always nudging, always pushing, always cheering you on. And now you can hear them and you can speak with them as well. Yeah. Wow. Now, apparently you're just like a one stop shop for all kinds of help because you also have a trick for getting a better night's sleep. 
we're coming toward the end of our time. I want to give you a lot of time to sum up, but tell me, I mean, my husband has trouble sleeping and he'd love to know what your secret is. It's hard to say there's one secret sauce. We have a whole program called the magical evening routine where we dive into all of these tiers because I, I say almost anything you want to take a kitchen sink approach to. Let's look at it from all angles. However, one of the things that we want to do is we want to dial down the stimulus in our lives and meaning the stimulants that we ingest, eyes, ears, nose, throat, all of our five senses. How do we dial things back? Because one of the challenges we have is we live out of sync with the natural cycle of the earth because we have an artificial sun at night. That's that artificial right. sun can be your phone, it can be your computer, it can be your lights, it can be your TV. So we get to dim things down there. At the same time, we get to look at, and I've been learning more and more about this lately as I'm diving down more into the energetic rabbit hole. Our minds are a protective mechanism. Our ego wants to protect us, also wants to keep us small, but it wants to keep us alive. <laughs> right, right. If we have a pulse, then chances are we have wounds and fears and blocks and anxiety and all sorts of things going on inside of us because of this fear-based world that we're in, which is actually a setup. It's here to serve us, but we build up this accumulation of fears, worries, and anxieties, which means that we're in a low-grade state of fight or flight when we go to sleep. Now, I don't know about you, but Roberta, if I thought there was a boogeyman in my closet, yes, <laughs> I ain't getting a wink. Yep, yep that's, that's right. What's happening in modern society is our nervous system thinks there's a boogeyman in the closet, there's a boogeyman in the mailbox, there's a boogeyman in tomorrow, there's a boogeyman in yesterday. And all of these fears, worries, and concerns go, which is natural. It's our, it's our biological way of protecting us and survival of the species. But it doesn't let us sleep. And so I've developed a program to peel that back so that you can get into a state where the, the worried thinking mind isn't going. And oh. you can sleep. Wow, good. Okay, well, I'm going to send him right to your website with where you specialize in that and see what he can do with it. I'm so, I'm so sorry. We're, we're, we're at the end of our time. I think we're going to have to do this again in a few months because we never even got to the major part of what I wanted to talk about. Um, this, this has been great. And I know you have so much to, to share with people. Can you just tell me what, what you especially hope people will take away? Some tidbit or a couple of tidbits. What do you hope people will take away from this conversation? You are love. You came from love. You couldn't be anything other than love, no matter how much you tried. You're surrounded by goodness. You are goodness. You can call in goodness at any moment you desire. So I want people to understand just how much you are spiritual greatness. You are a rock star. You are a Babe Ruth. You are a Lou Gehrig. You are a, a, a Marilyn Monroe or whomever. <laughs> wow embodied inside of you with each and every breath. No matter how much you chastise yourself, you beat on yourself, you say, I'm not good enough, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, or I'm not a, not a, not. It's all made up by the tribe. It's all not real. It's all not who you are. If you dive into a process 
And I'm certainly biased for all the automatic writing experience, but you can take any process and you really embody it and you work to connect with the high, with your higher self. You work to connect with the other side of the veil. You work to discover who you truly are below, beyond your labels, your limitations and your names. And you will have the most joyous, wonderful, liberating experience beyond the fear, beyond the worries. It doesn't mean you're not living in this physical world. It doesn't mean you don't still have a pulse. It doesn't mean you might not still lose loved ones or eventually you're going to transition. But you get the big picture and you get guidance on a daily basis. So last note, then I'll tell you where you can find this if that's what's coming next, is you are a rock star. Don't let anyone else tell you otherwise, especially your thinking mind. Yeah, wow. And so, that, but people who do this automatic writing experience will, will be getting that kind of reinforcement and, and uplift from spirit? Do, do, they, do, do they talk to us like that? Will they tell me I'm a rock star? Can't wait. Oh, absolutely. Well, first yeah. thing, all, almost everybody, one of the first things that you hear is you are loved. Yeah, they want us to know that. And, and still, almost the first thing I get every single morning, no matter how far I go down this path, is it's all okay, Michael. Because my wounded inner child is still looking at the world going, am I, am I, am I okay today? Is yes. everything all right? And so oh, they're like, yes. you're loved. It's all okay. That's, that's all beautiful. Okay. Now, you have a record of numbers of websites um, for, for someone who is visiting us on Seek Reality. A lot of people have two now, and I think that's pretty great. You've got four. So will you please talk to us about what they're all about so people can just go and enjoy them? So automatic writing, that is the easiest place to go to to get the book, to get the bonuses, to get the video-based program and a live class with me once a month, whatever you desire. And I recommend three copies of the book. Probably the first author you're hearing say three copies. Get one for yourself. Get one for a loved one. That way they're not stealing your copy, but so that they can go through this as well. And get a third one for somebody who's really, really struggling. Like I said, if they're in a dark place, if they've got a dark coat over them, this will help lift that off. So get three copies of the book, particularly that one for someone in need. That's automaticwriting.com. You can check out all of our shows at inspirenationshow.com. Or if you're a YouTube person, we have over 1,500, almost 1,500 guests, over 2,000 shows. You can go to youtube.com backslash Inspire Nation Show. You can also go find all of our courses, including our magical, uh, excuse me, our Manifestation Mastery Circle, which this month has been Napoleon Hill. Next month, I'm going to be channeling Neville Goddard every Wednesday evening. I'm just waiting for Neville to come through. I'm so excited about this. That would be Inspire Nation university.com i think that's four right there roberta do you want me to keep going the evening routine magical evening routine.com morning yeah. routine, magical morning or magical routine excuse me.com i think that's enough to get people going instagram twitter facebook all that stuff although our main presence and our main focus is youtube and for the very very few i am starting to play with this thing called clubhouse as well wow well, but what about mindfulrunning.org? You've got that too. Oh, that's true. So that is where we have combined mindfulness, meditation, and running to get you in a flow state, to get you in the zone. So that if you say, I can't meditate, I'm always having to keep moving and keep going. 
go to mindfulrunning.org and you will learn how to turn your walking or running into a moving meditation. Wow. And everyone, the, the, these, all these different websites are going to be in the materials so that you won't have to drive off the road right now. Um, but but um, I think that's amazing. So you basically are a one-stop shop, as I said, for people who are trying to improve their lives. Thank you. That's a great way to put it. It's just plugging into spirit, and, and it's a fire hose. We all get that fire hose. And I am just writing and writing and writing and teaching and teaching and teaching. And I absolutely love it, that co-creation that we can all get into when we plug in through automatic writing. And it's just like, here's another teaching for today. And here's another. So right after this, right after this, I will pause. I'll take a deep breath. I'll grab some water. And I teach a, uh, uh, a uh, mastermind tonight, two hours from now. And I will go into my automatic writing. I will say, what do I need to know for class tonight? Because I don't know yet what it's about, Roberta. Oh, goodness. And I will get a complete and total outline and syllabus for class tonight. I love it. That's, that's really great. That, well, then you must really feel connected with spirit because you are what you are doing is, is what spirit is giving you to do. And you're not having to wonder what you should be doing. And you're not you don't have to wing it because you basically are open to them. I think that's fabulous. That's great. It's fun and it's scary because you're going, it's two hours before class. What am I going to be saying tonight? <laughs> but spirit's always there. Spirit for everyone. For If you're listening to that, spirit is always there. Yes, I, I have learned that too. And it's, it's very freeing because I, I can wing it and I'm not really winging it. That's really a wonderful feeling. I don't do much speaking anymore. Well, partly because of of the the health issue but just because i'm a little bit older and a little bit more relaxed for you to the idea of going out and teaching this evening i have to say michael you must be very young and very very much full of energy and you can do that i am a, <laughs> a sprightly young just over 50 with twin titanium femurs and hips and run like the wind because spirit shows you that you are not young. You are eternal. And that's where my woohoo came from. <laughs> well, consider yourself hugged, my dear. Oh. And everyone, we, we have come to the end of our time. Oh, ways. <laughs> and this has been Seek Reality with Roberta Grimes. And it's been fun, don't you think? I'm so glad you could be with us today. And please never forget that you are a powerful, eternal being. You never began and you never will end. And when you really get what that means, it changes everything in your life for the better. Next week, our guest will be the illustrious Michael Tim, who will be with us for the fifth time. Mike is the foremost living afterlife researcher. He's a beautiful and gentle man who likely has forgotten more about what comes after death than you and I will ever learn. He's, just, he's a fount of information and knowledge and, and really joy. His, he has a new book out, and it's really badly needed. It's called No One Really Dies, 25 Reasons to Believe in an Afterlife. I think it's great, and I think it's just what we need right now. So many people you know, are saying, I, what, what, what did someone say to Jesus? Uh, Lord, I believe, help my unbelief. So many people are at that stage, and you can know for certain, and this wonderful man, Michael Tim, will help you. Please join us next week, and let's talk about how we know for certain that your own eternal life actually is real and nothing can harm it or even touch it. This week we've been talking with Michael Sandler, who is the host of a very popular 
Inspire Nation show, and he's a spiritual and self-help podcaster, and he has a YouTube channel. He kind of does it all. His book, which I think is fabulous, um, is part of the Automatic Writing Experience online course. He has more than 25 years of experience as an open-hearted warrior, life coach as well. So he basically, as I said, he sort of is a one-stop shop if you really need feel that you need a tune-up. He says that his mission is to elevate our consciousness, which, I, which should be all of our mission, actually, and to help people around the world to shine bright, which I think is beautiful. His book is called A-W-E, or AWE, The Automatic Writing Experience, How to Turn Your Journaling into Channeling to Get Unstuck, Find Direction, and Live Your Greatest Life. There, That sums it up beautifully. I think his ideas are great. I think it's well-tuned to where people are right now. And if many people tell me they're determined to make this their last Earth lifetime, I think he can help you with that. We are all part of the one mind that continuously manifests this universe, and especially we're part of the minds of those who are not now in bodies. This is a way to really connect with them. I think it's beautiful. So I think the automatic writing experience will become much more broadly known as more people understand that it's probably the easiest way that we can make this jump that all of us are trying to make now spiritually. As you know, my own nonfiction books are Liberating Jesus, My Thomas, The Fun of Dying, The Fun of Staying in Touch, The Fun of Growing Forever, The Fun of Living Together, and soon The Fun of Loving Jesus, The Embracing the Christianity that Jesus Taught. For young children, there's The Fun of Meeting Jesus, which is a beautiful picture book. I could say it's beautiful because I certainly didn't draw the pictures. They are lovely. All these books are available at bookstores if you order them at Amazon.com, of course, and the adult books are also available as audiobooks. If you want to talk about anything, any of my books, ideas, what, what we've been talking about today, you can always contact me through the green contact block on robertagrimes.com. I answer every email. It can take a week sometimes, but I promise I will answer you. If you don't hear from me in a few weeks, then you know that you didn't give me quite the right um, email address because I do always answer emails. Past episodes of Seek Reality are available on webtalkradio.net and in a host of other places, just about wherever, you know, you, you can, I almost was going to say wherever podcasts are sold, but they're free. So therefore, wherever they're free, um, you can find the, uh, the podcast that we're doing tonight and all of the ones that follow. There's an app too, which is free in the iTunes app store and that, for Seek Reality. And if you get that, then they'll be downloaded to you. It'll be very easy. So um, just if you need anything, don't forget, you always can reach out. I'll help you. If you enjoy our weekly conversations, you might also want to check out my blog at robertagrimes.com because we try out these ideas and we do it with, with people who are commenting. We'll welcome your commenting. It's a lot of fun. New New episodes appear every Sunday. So everyone, meanwhile, this has been Seek Reality with Roberta Grimes. Please enjoy, please make the most of this coming week in our one reality, knowing that you are a powerful, eternal being, and you, and most of all in the universe, you in particular, are infinitely loved. You've been listening to Seek Reality with Roberta Grimes. Roberta blogs and answers questions at robertagrimes.com. Join us every week as we explore what the afterlife evidence and modern science combine to tell us is true about the one reality we all share. Knowing the truth changes everything.